from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, where we're going to talk about lead generation. So this is like one of our hottest topics as well. We just did a uh, recorded one on cold calling, which came out, I believe, last week. Uh, And this one's going to be all about lead generation. The act of identifying and cultivating new potential customers continues to be a key focus for businesses and marketers right now. In fact, 61% of marketers rank lead generation as their number one challenge, and 53% of marketers report spending more than half their budget on lead generation. So the question question is, where's the best place to generate leads? Yes, so, that is the million dollar question. That's what we ask almost every guest, yeah. too, that comes on the show. Yeah, we we believe there is no bad place to generate a lead, but wow. that's not very helpful. Yeah. That would not make a good podcast. I would say there's ineffective ways there's to no generate bad leads generate and then leads. walked away. Yeah. <laughs> so we pulled out maybe four or five, I think maybe four uh, different kind of areas that we're passionate about yeah. focusing on this year. In 2021. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have an idea how many leads we generated last year? I'm, throwing, I'm putting you, you on the spot. That question, yeah. man. A couple hundred thousand. I looked right? up so many statistics for this podcast. Yeah. You come on, you're the statistic guy. And then you <laughs> ask, he, Luke always asks me, and this happens in meetings too. Yeah. He will always ask the one thing that I wasn't paying attention to for just a second. <laughs> I was like, I, I knew that last week, yeah, but you didn't remember. ask last week. <laughs> There's no, so many uh, hundreds, uh, data points hundreds of thousands that goes to, yeah. yeah, I was going to yeah. say it's easily 300,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. plus yeah. leads. Oh, actually, you're right. It's 303,000 because yeah. our goal yeah. for this year is 400,000. See, I know the number. It just, yeah. I don't have it right here. When you get older, memories start to go backwards, right? Like, but we did, well, we a did a thing that you're not middle-aged, Josh. I was going to say, we did a poll on Facebook that said <laughs> middle-aged is not 39. And, and you said, see, take that, Luke. And I was like, well, let me look this up. And I Googled it. And you're right. Middle age is 40. <laughs> like Google literally said middle age is 40 to like 60 or something oh, like that. Oh, man. So, All right. Well, hey, we're not Enjoy we're not your last year, brother. Memory. We're here to talk about where to generate leads. One of the areas that I'm super excited about, this kind of is going to be comprehensive as video in general, but YouTube. Yeah. YouTube is something I've really been looking into for our business uh, uh, personally. But then also I've been doing a lot of research in terms of how like real estate agents, service-based sales professionals, local professionals can succeed at YouTube. A lot of marketers are predicting it as going to be the most targeted and profitable ad platform in 2021. Looking at everything that's been happening to Facebook, looking at all of the restrictions that are happening on Facebook. YouTube doesn't have a lot of the same issues that Hmm. Facebook is going to have because YouTube is owned by Google and Google knows what you're searching for. So there's a lot of additional ability to be able to target these affinity groups, I think they call them. It's basically segments within Google based off of interest. So you can target people, if you're in real estate, for example, target people that have been searching for a home or searching for properties or searching for real estate agents. You can also get more specific on what type of income and things that you're targeting on with YouTube uh, than you can with Facebook. Facebook has had to shut a lot of that stuff off. So it's a really great way not only to be able to target specifically who is searching for your product, but then also make it hyper-focused in terms of geography. So if you're only serving a specific area, you can display that. And chances are right now, you won't have a ton of competition in your market because not a lot of people. um, I looked up 
there's a couple different services you can subscribe to to look up YouTube ads. So Facebook, you can go to Facebook Ads Library and right. find any Facebook ad. YouTube doesn't have that same thing. So you have to pay for some of these services. So I started a trial just to kind of get into this. And you can actually Google in your area, like real estate agent, and you can see what real estate agents oh, are running awesome. YouTube ads, which allows you to do two things. Number one, it allows you to see how successful they potentially are because you can see their views and you can also see how long they've been What's running What's the it. service you signed up for? Uh, the service I signed up for is Big Spy. Big Spy. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did like a dollar trial okay. to kind of nice. test it out for we'll a see, few we'll, we'll update you in yeah, have if to they got you, you to hook in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, it also then allows you, because if someone's been running something for a long time, you know, hey, it's probably been working for them. So it's a okay. great opportunity. Um, now, does uh, YouTube, as you've looked into it, does it also have the restrictions that like Facebook won't let you go down past 15 miles for like a real estate agent? Do you know if YouTube is blocking you the same? I don't know about the that? radius yet. So okay. I know that zip code is definitely some place that you can focus, um, but I am not. I don't know about the radius. Because the thought process there. there is I'm thinking about lead generation is farming is a, is a great way to do lead generation, right? So the farming is you're picking a geographic location, demographics um, about that you know list and you're hitting them with maybe mailers, but also running like a new YouTube ad. So yeah. people see you from around the area, like a you know YouTube ad there, yeah. YouTube video. But I think that that goes into video in general. Mm -hmm. Like I, we've been preaching this probably for the last couple of years, but it continues to dominate all internet traffic. Yeah. It continues to be the number one way of getting yourself seen. Yep. Um, been looking at, you know, even if you look at like influencer marketing or the idea of becoming the, the expert in your field and being everywhere on Facebook, on Instagram, yep. on TikTok now. Look at Ed Stulak and how active he yeah. is he's, he's on TikTok. Awesome, yeah. And that's translated over to Instagram Reels. And it really, really is. Like, that's what we're doing right now in our business. We're yep. beginning to shift a lot of our effort on these smaller videos, real style. YouTube has 30 seconds. Reels. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, YouTube is, um, you said they've already come out with it. I, I had read they were testing it in India, but you can do it now. Mm -hmm. But the idea of short video content, I was listening to an interview the other day with a kid. He's like 18 years old. He's an influencer, has like, I want to say like 30 plus a million uh, followers. He's like one of the most followed people more than like sports entertainers and all this stuff. But he was saying he's predicting that short video, like these 30 second clips, these minute clips, they're going to dominate for the next couple years. And then you'll so slowly, because everything is uh, cyclical, yeah. you'll slowly see it start going back to, to long, long form. form. Yep. Um, because people will get tired of the 30 seconds. They'll want more meat. Uh, but for now, Hone in on those three well, seconds. Well, we were talking about it before the podcast. Like IGTV, if I see a video is two or three minutes, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not... I'm not going to sit there unless it's something that I really, really want to see, but to yeah. be entertained or to get um, someone's personality out. Yeah. yeah it's got to be reels. It's got to be those short, super short. Well, clips. I've been impressed how real estate agents and insurance agents are using reels. Really impressed. Uh, to, to up, update people, to educate people on yeah, the market. Perfect you know, bite some of the content. Cool yeah. things. It's like you should do like what a home is worth, what, what a million dollars will get you in California what a million dollars will get you in your market, right? Mm. It's just a really cool thing. People get hooked to it right away. That's a little reel you can do pretty easily. Yeah. You should talk about like, um, I've seen another reel that's really popular of, you know, most people will say you need X amount of money to buy a house. You really don't. Here's how you can do it with no money down. Yeah. So those they type of, you know, education pieces, and you can yeah. do that for every, every business or industry you're in. Second area we would say to focus on is, is big data kind of in a way, but it's data, buyer intent data. Mm -hmm. So lots of different ways to approach this. But the idea, the goal is really to let the machines do the work for you, tell you who to focus on, or even be able to get data 
Um, like we have uh, an offering that we have that we just released, uh, targeted mailing list actually looks at consumer data, it looks at property data, and it looks at uh, behavioral data. So like what sites people are actually going to, uh, if they've requested information about a home, if they've mm. downloaded an ebook to see how to, uh, first-time home buying guides, like it's basically taking all of this information and then giving them a score on their likelihood to move. And then that's scored with very likely, likely, neutral, unlikely, and then it even has like rented yep. or sold. So like being able to tap into that type of data to figure out where to focus your efforts. Now, the criticism that that kind of data gets is, well, it's not 100% accurate. Yeah. Well, it's a lot more <laughs> accurate than doing nothing, right? Just kind of hitting the phone book. What was like, the algorithm's accuracy last year? Do you remember? So last year, it predicted uh, over 80% of all listings. So basically, if you looked at all the listings, they had marked those listings as, as likely to likely be listed. To, okay. yeah, likely Super to interesting. I think, you know, this is where the industry is going to continue to head all industries. If you look at AI and you look at predictive in- analytics and big data, it's going to get to the point where we know what's, you know, the big data, the algorithms are going to know what you're going to do almost as soon as you know because of you, just your activity. I mean, it's creepy, but that's where it's going to get to. So the agent who's going to win, and we'll talk about this at the last, is the agent who's built the relationship, Absolutely. who's top of mind. Other things that you can do to kind of help with buyer intent, and again, this is figuring out what phase of their funnel is in. If you're using any marketing automation software, and there is some, like this can sound kind of intense, but basically it's code that you install on your website that tells you who specifically? So if Luke's ever filled out a form on my website, every time Luke comes back to my website, I know where Luke goes. I know how long he spends on pages. I know what he's clicking on. That then gives me the ability to rank Luke yep. and say, if I have Luke in my in my database as a lead, now every time he looks at information that gives me some sort of indication of what phase of the funnel he's in, whether that's awareness, consideration, uh, decision-making, yep. right? Now I can start to increase Luke's score and then get a report for myself that can show me what everybody's scores are or trigger emails that will send to Luke that maybe will get him to raise his hand or take action. Real life example of this is uh, my brother, Steven, for his real estate business. He's tracking what people do on the site. And what he teaches his agents is the obvious. He goes, if you see, he uses Wilopo. So he, he, sees an agent go and, or an agent, a client go and look at a million dollar home and then look at a $200,000 home, then look at an $800,000 home, then look at a, you know, $150,000 homes. He knows they're just perusing and they're looking. But if he sees a client or a prospect look at five homes that are all within the 250 to 400,000 range, he's prioritizing that lead more, right? Because he knows naturally based upon what people are doing and looking for on the site, he then makes them priority leads and then he gets his team to call them, right? So that's a real life example of using data to drive lead conversion. So we use Marketo, which is, uh, you can you can, you can get a free trial of Marketo to try it out. Customer.io is one that I was reading about that actually you can have for free for up to a certain amount of contacts. It's all based on the side of your list. If you're using Salesforce, you can, uh, Salesforce, you can use Pardot. Your brother's using Ylopo. So lots of different options there to check out. The next one is really kind of from there, obviously, in order to be emailing people from your, market, your website activity, you need to have your list. Mm-hmm. So this is something that in 2020, we saw huge success. Our sales nearly doubled. They went up 94% from our sales in 2019 from our email list. I thought this was really interesting. Leads increased by 57%. That means that the quality of the leads on our list or the prospects on our list went up significantly because they doubled uh, from 2019 to 2020 but the leads went up 57%. Well, how many emails did we send last year around? So best math... 
just based on our monthly sends is about 30 million emails we would have sent <laughs> last year. Yeah. Hit the we list. We send about two and a half million emails a month. There's been months like Black Friday month. We, all all we the audience is going, we know, million. Luke and Josh, we get your emails. Stop sending us so many. Well, that's <laughs> we have hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. On There's a list. principle there. Like, it, like hit the list is a, is a principle. Like, it's all in moderation from the standpoint of you want to give value. Yeah. But at the same time is is what good's a list if you don't hit it, as yeah. Grant Cardone would say. Well, and also what's good is a list if you don't um, send good information. Yeah. Right. So we had Joe Fanslaw on the podcast. Yes, we talk about her a lot because she had this acronym ROT, which means your emails can't be redundant, obsolete, or trivial, mm. right? So you have to make sure that the content, the quality of the content that you're sending is good, which is why if you know where the buyer is or the prospect is in their yeah. journey, you can tailor the content to be uh, right for them. Email continues to have some of the best ROI. I actually did the ROI on our email. It's a $37 we make for every $1 spent. So great ROI. I think yeah. the industry average is right around that $40 mark. Yeah. So we're continuing to... We're continuing to, to up to the... Better. Well, it's all about building your list. And what you said is, uh, on before we came on the show, is Facebook scares you, Google scares you. Not the fact that you shouldn't go there, but it's the fact that they can turn it off in an instant. They can change the algorithm in an instant yeah. and you have no control. With email, it's your database. So email is a medium that you can hit the database with, but you're building this database that you can always nurture. Another cool tip with emails that I heard, um, I forget who it was from, so I can give them credit, but it was basically most people when they do farming, we talked about farming an area, right? They only farm with like direct mail or display ads, like social media ads, display ads on Google and stuff like that. But they don't also hit that same area with an email. Yeah. Because a lot of times maybe they don't have the email address, but your goal should be to get all the email addresses of everybody you're farming to so you can also hit them with an email. Then you have a true holistic approach. Yeah. So obviously then the next question becomes, how do you build your list? Uh, so top of funnel lead magnets or running lead magnets on Facebook. This is where it's like, while Facebook and YouTube and stuff are working, build your list through mm -hmm. those mechanisms. We've added over 70,000 people to our list this year alone, just from having a lead magnet, a nice little item of value that gets them into our funnel. And then we can continue to market to them yep. through email, retarget them. We have a the couple web. of these we give to our clients. Maybe we'll throw some up for you guys in the show notes. We'll definitely so throw up the, the, the lead magnets. Yeah. Uh, webinars is another great way to build a list. So have mm -hmm. people sign up for your webinar. That's a great way list. to build social too. I know we're not talking about social, but our webinars have built my social the fastest. Yeah. Telling people to follow me on social media and stuff They've like really that. become powerful this yeah, year. It's Web crazy. Webinars, like people are just embracing virtual more and, yeah. and trusting over virtual Yep you know, settings like that. So a webinar that you can do is like uh, the three things you need to know if you're buying in 2021. Yeah. Or get do a webinar with you and your lender, right? If you're in real estate That's and great. say, what what does it mean that interest rates are, you can get a 2.75 interest rate or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. topic you want to do. And this applies to any industry, right? But you can do, like, if you're thinking like, if you're a financial advisor, what does it mean all the new tax laws and everything like that you could do something on. What does it mean for estate planning? You know, all that stuff you could do virtually. Yep. And then our fourth and final, and really, man, this is tried and true, bread and butter, it's lead generation. the best generation. place to get leads. It's your relationships. Yeah. It's your database. Your sphere of influence. Yep. Should be responsible for 50 to 60% of your business. And over time, if you don't want to continue to grow the other areas of lead generation, which I think you still should, will result, if you look at top producers, 90 plus percent of their business comes from word of mouth. Yep. Comes from sphere of influence because they built an attractive business and, and their goal, maybe they're not looking to continue to scale it. But you have to focus on your relationships. So what does that look like? The number one mistake we see 
from our clients and then from uh, people is they don't talk to their relationships enough. <laughs> they say, I love my people. I love my clients. And they talk to them maybe once a year at most. Yeah. I mean, think of all the people in your database right now that you haven't contacted within three years. Yeah. I mean, think about that. So pull out your phone, say, hey, was thinking about you. My bad for not staying in touch. Just want to check in and see how you're doing. So yeah, we, we have a whole podcast on this about relationship marketing that I think came out two weeks ago. I'm trying to get the release schedules right, but it came out like the beginning of February um, where we walk through what we how to build a relationship marketing plan. So we have this acronym FIT, stands for Frequency, Impact, and Trust. We will actually walk you through tangibly because relationship marketing has always been one of those things where people are like, yeah, I get it. I know, but how do I do it? It's not like, show me how to run a Facebook ad. It's yeah. <laughs> There's some concepts, but then some actual tangible things that you can be doing yep. if you're doing it intentionally to build those relationships and pull those leads out of your existing database. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Those are our four ways to generate leads in 2021. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes. We'll include a link to those lead magnets that Luke talked about. You can also, uh, we want to offer this up because it doesn't matter where you get your leads from. If you're not tracking them or how they're doing, you're not going to know where to spend your time and energy. Yes. So we have a leads calculator that you can actually download from Reminder Media com slash calculator. It's got a bunch of different preset lead generation sources. You can create your own. You can put in your own conversion rates or you can use the, the standard conversion rates that we put in there for you. But basically, if you're in real estate, it's great because it'll let you enter in. What do you want your income to be? which will then go back and tell you what your GCI needs to be, which then tells you what your sales volume needs to be, how many listing appointments you need to set, and then where you're actually going to be getting all of those leads from. So get that at ReminderMedia.com slash calculator. To support the show, we'd love it if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review to let us know how we're doing. And the best way is to tell a friend about the podcast. I have a dad joke. It's thematic. It has to do with leads. So I Googled uh, marketing puns. And man, I've Dude, Ariel, get ready. That marketing team is going to be getting these for the next 35 days. How did Yoda get his first lead? He used the Salesforce. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast and Luke is at Luke Acri on Instagram. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acri, and I would encourage you, if not challenge you and, and try to plead with you, implement these things in your business. So Josh and I run a multi-million dollar business and I want you to think about this for a second. We're producing video content through this podcast, right? So how can you produce video content? We're producing video content right? To try to market to all of our clients, to try to build trust, to try to build credibility. Then on top of that, we're trying to use data to target this video content, whether it's through YouTube, through uh, Facebook, through targets, targeted mailing, all this stuff. Then on top of that, we're now at the end of this episode doing a lead magnet, which we want you to download to get your email address so we can continue to drip on you our content and add value to you. So you eventually will go, well, who are Luke and Josh and what else do they do in marketing to see our products, right? So all this stuff that we're teaching you on this podcast, we're doing. Like we're literally trying this out. It's not a magic formula. It's not gonna work 100% of the time, but this is the way to build a scalable and big business is when you implement these things. So I'd encourage you, start doing that. Start producing video content to build an email list, right? To get people in your funnel and then build relationships with the people that you get in your funnel because that's what's going to result in the business. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. 
take action on that today. 